and it's uh Anna Afraya and we we're just back because we we finished our podcast didn't we but we're still having a really good conversation I know, yeah. We just we just wanted to come back and do it all over again. <laughs> yeah, I, I think like first of all, I think um, you know that if you would you mind sharing just that little bit of emotion that you felt after we just finished that conversation because it was we, we obviously we had a a little bit of emotion at the end of the conversation because obviously some of this has hit Freya from her old past. But what what was going on there? How do you feel? Yeah, so hopefully I can say this now without like crying to Anna again. But um, yeah, essentially, I was, I, you know, I'm 28. I'm part of the generation who grew up deep in diet culture, uh, America's Next Top Model and the cover of Closer being, you know, look at so-and-so, she's such a whale. And because I grew up in that and I, and I grew up with um, a single parent household, mum doing her best and the meals weren't that nutritious. I was a very overweight child. Um, so I struggled from a young age and I only really took control of my own nutrition and fitness around the age of 18. So for me, being being fit, being a fit person and being a healthy person who is hopefully going to have a lot of longevity is, is, is incredibly important to me because I want to be able to inspire others and if, if I if I ever am lucky enough to have children or my friends children or my I've got younger brother just I just want them to feel that it's it, it there's so much value in looking after your health and, and being fit and I'm not talking about looking a certain way I'm talking about the way that you feel and the way you look after your body and yeah I think I'm just happy to be back back in a place where I feel happy and and I am fit and yeah I just think I spent so many years hating the way that I looked and hating um just everything about my body and now it's become more about what my body can do as opposed to what my body can look like and I think that's so important how do you think that you know framing it in the nicest way that obviously you said that you you know you were living uh, with your with your mum wasn't it um when you were young yeah. so how do you think that that influenced you in the way that you were so obviously if you're you know I guess what we're trying to paint a picture of here is that sometimes you don't realize the life that you're living has such a big influence on the people and below you in terms of your children um and the people that look up to you so how would you think the way that she lived her life in terms of her health the food choices that she made and you know maybe the, the exercise that she didn't do how did that influence you as a teenager you know what do you think that ended up you ended up picking up from that I think as a as a child you have to just go along with things you go along with the fact that you do have Friday night takeaway night eat as much Indian as you can and <laughs> I distinctly remember my mum well children often they don't want to go to bed and I remember my brother and I used to be in bunk beds and we used to take it in turn to see who could stay up the longest and who could be like oh mum I want this I want that and, and she used to shut us up with um, club biscuits I'd be in bed at 10 p.m at night in a club biscuit and um, I, I remember a, a really vivid memory of mine is um, my mum has always been on a diet her whole life as, as long as I remember and a, a lot of women listening to this will resonate with that will resonate with their um, their mum's struggles yeah. and my mum has always been on a diet and we did Slimming World together when my when I was a teenager we did um, something called the military three-day diet so you used to do that with her when you were younger yeah oh uh, yeah I used to do that with her at that point 
I was doing the three-day diet probably at the age of 14, 15. And it's a short-term fix. I mean, it's not, there's obviously 100% would not recommend at all. And even my mum agreed these things were short-term fixes. And, I, and at the time, I didn't have the education. And the, the, these were also living in very different times. We didn't have yeah. the benefit of Instagram and podcasts back then. So we didn't have all of this sort of like... Even, even yeah, the understanding of um, you no. know, my fitness power, that carbs aren't bad for you. You know, it was, it was really... Le- it was the old fat makes you fat diet culture, wasn't it? Oh, it, really, it really was. And I've been through everything. I've done the, the Billy Special K diet. I've do, I've tried to do keto. I've tried to cut out carbs. I have done everything and all of that stuff. It's because it all came from books and it, and it came from my mum. It came from my aunt. They used to, you know, the Atkins. My aunt was a, she loved the Atkins. And and it, it's nowadays, I feel like people need to appreciate the, so we've got so much reading we can do we've got so many podcasts we can listen to coaches we can reach out to and you don't need to go to diet clubs anymore you don't need to do these horrible three-day diets and and just going back to what you were saying before I think it's so important to be aware of the people who are watching you and listening to you listening to the way that you talk about your body the way that you stand in front of the mirror and I used to stand in front of the mirror and just like hold my stomach yeah and think I hate this I really really hate this do you think that that was influenced by um I'm trying to phrase it in the right way because obviously we, I'm not we're not trying to put out a negative on your mum it's just the behaviors no. that happened when you were younger and how they influenced you you know so do you think that because she was in this diet culture all the time and she was you know always wanting to lose weight and focused on her body that you know you you just copy don't you when you're younger because you don't it, you don't realize those patterns are ingrained on you so do you think that those years of, of that were ingrained by just watching her behaviors and, and doing those things with her yeah 100 percent, and it, and uh, yeah a lot of it I would say and I've, I've said this to her myself we have had this conversation this isn't you know I'm not like you say I'm not trying to rat out my mum or anything like that and a lot of it though also I would say came from the media at the time we had a very very horrible media I mean I was I used to love America's Next Top Model and it's only actually now (laughs) yeah how crazy crazy it is and how do you think like skipping forward from that though how what do you think of today's diet culture because there's I think that there's a lot more positive in, in my view is a lot more positive influence but also you can get so consumed by the fact that we're faced with that social media now and they're faced with that at such a young age as well like what what do you think of the the dark culture like nowadays if, if maybe if you didn't know what you knew yeah I mean gosh I'm so happy I didn't grow up I grew up with MSN that was the social media that I had it was MSN <laughs> I think even like if you skip through the growing up like what we consume as adults and as mm. females in terms of body image what, how mm. do you feel about that like looking on Instagram and you know seeing influencers and things like this personally I find Instagram can be very overwhelming for the body for the diet culture movement in body positivity we we always we are almost seeing a complete clash at the moment yeah. where you've got people who are i am body positive and you must never diet ever again but also they also maybe aren't the healthiest necessarily sometimes they are sometimes they aren't or you've got you've still got all the gymshark athletes who are like no days off 
we only eat chicken and rice and at the moment I feel like there isn't too much of a middle ground really and that's why something like train with Anna is so great because yeah because you are that middle ground you are that we are we all we're all very positive about our, our bodies and yet we also still want to train in the gym we're not going from one extreme to the other and you know, social media everybody knows that you've got fake news everywhere left right and center you'll have somebody telling you that you shouldn't eat bread and the next person will be saying you shouldn't be doing tricep dips or something stupid like that you just you need to be aware of the material that you're consuming and the thing is train with Anna like this is what I was saying to Anna before we um, started recording again is Anna works incredibly hard and as, as well as Tori and Jess but this is Anna's train with Anna is Anna's baby <laughs> and you put so much work into it and you and the output is is there the output is is really incredible because when you're joining train with Anna you you're getting a wealth of knowledge a wealth of experience and just the pod just the podcasts alone give you so much and knowledge is power trust me knowledge is power the more that you know the more you'll be able to continue this journey and don't get consumed in all the social media bullshit basically some people have some great things to say yeah but honestly it's hard to spread the it's hard to distribute the bullshit from the truth right yeah 100 percent. and yeah come to train with anna and you just get pure (laughs) Truth. you get truth you get help you get support and Anna should be incredibly proud of of what she's achieved with Train with Anna I know so many of the women say such incredible things and it's because it's deserved thank you so it's much well I didn't pay her for this by the way <laughs> thank <laughs> you so much I actually I we, it's so funny we're doing a podcast on accepting compliments and I sometimes I'm like I, don't, I can't believe that you're saying that about me but I yeah I, I really appreciate it like I think I I I didn't I never luckily I, I had quite an active childhood to be fair and I, I was I was quite lucky in that in that sense that my parents were super active um you know it was just the sort of childhood we had that but I, I've definitely noticed that the the influence of it on social media is is challenging and there's been times when I've definitely found that challenging I'm like you know, I should I should be lean on this this should be this expectation and it's always that that flip reverse of like you never know what's going on behind that person's social media as well you know like I actually mm. saw a, a bodybuilder um post earlier and she was like you don't know that actually a lot of those people also on steroids a lot of those people aren't happy you know I've been in a position where I've at my leanest when we did a shoot last September I was so unhappy to be there like in terms of my body not the actual shoot I loved it but the weeks before that little did anyone know I was in a really bad place with food, you know, in terms of the, the journey that I pushed myself. Because sometimes you can create as a female this expectation that you should be a certain way. You know, I thought, mm. well, because I'm, you know, I'm the leader of this tribe. This is my team. You know, I'm I'm here. I should lead from the front always. I cannot give up until I've reached my goal. But actually, all it did was send me into a, actually a difficult place of food. And I'll talk about it openly because I'm human, you know, and, and we all go through those yeah. things. And now I've spent the last year fixing that and reversing that and get myself to where I'm like yeah you're belly might wobble but you're sexy honey you know and it, it, but it, takes, it, it's, it takes such a long time to repair that relationship doesn't it like you're not you know you've repairing a relationship that you don't realize is becoming damaging but you know and that's why we urge the girls in the team we're like no if this diet is pushing you to a point where you're fucking unhappy you can't do shit you're stressing about food you're staring at your stomach all the time 
it's, you, we don't need to go that far because it's from experience that me and Victoria have had that we bring that in. You know, unfortunately, we've had to go to those dark places in diets to be able to mm-hmm. coach other women to not go to them. And for me, like that's just the most utmost importance is that you can look at all these. You know, so, so one of my clients sent me a, pic, a video of a woman the other day and she was fucking shredded, like inside out <laughs> shredded. She's like, I want this. I was like, why? Why do you want it? You know, and um, there was, you know, the, the, she didn't, she didn't really know, you know. And and the thing is, like, the, my question to you is that when you when you look at someone on social media and say, "I want that," why do you want it? Because if you feel like that's going to make you feel good, then it, it's not, is it? Like, you know, from your diet, like, yes, obviously you've lost weight and you feel more confident in your body, but is that the thing that you were really seeking, the the good body, or was it how you were feeling? Is it? it was the way that it was the way I was feeling and the fitness and the fact that I knew I needed a healthy body one of the things that I was doing was I wasn't doing enough steps or enough exercise and I would sit down and my hip was hurting yeah if I sat down for too long my hip was hurting and I'm 28 years old my hip should not be hurting (laughs) okay yeah you see your your knees should not be hurting because because you're overweight you know those things should not be and the solution to those is yeah like you said looking after your body you know and and for you like what's what's been you know if if you could have the mindset that you've got now or the body that you've got now what one would you pick the what the mindset or the body yeah that's a tough one because obviously I'd like to say the mindset but then also I wouldn't want a bloody lovely body body. (laughs) (laughs) yeah an unhealthy body I'd like you know the yeah, I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at. I think what you just sort of said there reminded me of something. Finding your why is is quite important. And I would encourage anybody to really, really sit down and consider why why you want to do something. I remember when I was really heavily influenced on on Instagram, I considered doing a bikini competition. Yeah. Which is just like mad now. Yeah, why? Why? Yeah. It's, it's, why? It's mad, isn't it? Some of those women you actually when you delve into it they're so unhappy yeah the weeks that they have to spend on the low calorie they're so unhappy and you're thinking why why would I want to do that to myself and some people do want to do it and that's okay but yeah I would encourage a lot of people to really sit down and think why and I think a lot of people automatically think weight loss I need to lose weight because I need to be slimmer no you don't You you need to lose weight to be healthier and you need to be happy in yourself so eating better and moving more chances are you are going to lose weight but don't think about it as you want to be skinnier you want to be healthier you want to be able to run after your children you want to be able to get up from the sofa without being like (laughs) I was literally sinking into the sofa back in November I hate you know I just couldn't even get up without being like out my hip and now you can't stop me getting up, <laughs> up and out <laughs> all the time. Up and getting out for a run. But no, I, I think, I think <laughs> Forrest Gump. I, I think the, the the last thing I'll just add uh, for the end of our conversation is is definitely going to be like the you know we we mentioned there. Um, well, I've just lost my train of thought. No, no about um we mentioned sorry, mock <laughs> me head. Um, we mentioned about the culture on Instagram being so separated. And I definitely agree that there was the thing with Instagram is it trends, things trend, don't they? So there was a big, in the kindest way, there was a, whatever I would say, there's a, there was a big trend of people that had probably 
been in a very slim shape and pushed themselves to achieve, you know, maybe like what I did before, you know, where I was like, need to be lean, need to be lean. And then mm. maybe realise that they couldn't do it, you know, and potentially say maybe gain some weight um, and were, were a bit bigger now. But then also influencing girls to say that it was, it's not okay to then lose weight, you know. And I think if I've explained that in the right way, I don't, I don't personally, this is totally opinionated, but whatever, I don't find it acceptable to tell someone if they should or shouldn't lose weight, you know, because you, one, like, you, there's nothing wrong with having an aesthetic goal. There's absolutely nothing wrong. Like you said there, you know, like the body is important to you. You know, you, you want to have that appearance. You look after your body. And I'm the same. You know, I like someone to look at me and say, she fucking trains. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking do. I look after my body. I pride myself in looking after my body, being fit, being active. But I also know the worth of how, you know, how I need to feel inside in order for those things to actually even be relevant. But like, mm. what do you think of that? Because have you noticed, like you said, that shift in people, like you've even got people that are, super aesthetic or people that are like you shouldn't lose weight you don't need to be small to to feel good yeah no it's, it, is a, it is a very very difficult one because like you say you don't want people to think that you're being a dick for being like oh I just want to look good but it's not oh, about that you think I'm a dick they think I'm a dick <laughs> it is um, and I it was one thing I thought about coming on the podcast I was trying to think about what I would like to talk about but I didn't want to come across as hypocritical because obviously there was that aesthetic goal. I did want to get back into my shorts. I did want my legs to look good again. But on the flip side, I also wanted to be healthy and fit again. And they just go hand in hand. Inevitably, they go hand in hand. You're going to drop your calories and run. Of course, you're going to lose weight. They do. They will go hand in hand. But there is nothing wrong with having an aesthetic goal. And I do agree that sometimes the 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 conversation is, oh, you, sh- you just shouldn't you shouldn't just lose weight for that. But you should do you should do what makes you happy. Yeah. And yeah. If that makes you happy, if laying on if laying on a beach drinking pina coladas all day makes you happy, stick with it. But I'm here to say that it feels fucking amazing to be able to run a half marathon and still be able to talk to somebody at the end of it. And all the things that come with it and I think like the, the reiterating point from the aesthetic goal is that like I said earlier in that I will say to you I'll say to anyone that works with us like this aesthetic goal is absolutely fine until it pushes you to a point where it's too fucking far you know to a point that me and Tori have fallen into in our younger years at a point that is making you fucking unhappy to be mm. just two pounds lighter and if you're stressing yourself out can't fucking lose it it's not happening. I need to be leaning. I need to be smaller. Why? Why do you need to be that bit further? Like we said to you, like we have finished a diet and you're like, I feel good. I don't feel stressed. I don't feel overwhelmed. You know, like you said, you could be smaller. You could chase abs. But what fulfillment is that going to give you? Because actually what we've done is worked on so many things on that journey where you've been losing weight, building your self-confidence, pushing you outside your comfort zone, setting performance goals, achieving things that you never thought you'd be able to do. And therefore, the outcome of that is that you reach a place in your body where you're like, you know, I'm slim. You know, I haven't got a six pack, but I feel fucking good. I feel good. I feel energized. I feel like athletic and I can achieve whatever I want. And I've reached a place in contentment. And that's the point that, you know, I'm probably making a really strong point about here is that don't feel like you have to chase being that tiny bit leaner, those couple of kilos leaner, just and to put yourself in misery to do it. What's the point? And what is the point? Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree. My mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it gives you fuck all. It really does. It's like chasing a money target for income. You know, it's not going to give you happiness, 
it's the it's really about the worth that we get on the way and if that's worth it or not yeah 100 percent. yeah being small us now yeah <laughs> yeah everybody's like can we get Freya off the podcast because um I want to go on the podcast next now <laughs> oh, I loved it I love that we actually had so much to talk about that we had to talk for another half an hour yeah this is I like he does his little 15 minute moments doesn't he does yeah he does his hour-long ones did you live in Sudari of a CEO I do I pick and choose which ones I decide to listen to Oh, do you? Well, I just noticed he does his like he does his long marathon ones, and then he does his fifteen minute moments. Just when you like, I 10. listened to a really good one with James Blunt. Oh, really? It was incredible. It was incredible, and it's someone in in uh, we're talking shit now. Someone in such a big highlight part of of their life, you know, you know, global superstar, beats himself up daily anxiety yeah. and worry yeah and it, it was just really it was really eye-opening to obviously those of you who I suffer with anxiety um quite often and it was just a really big eye-opener to know that you know it doesn't matter where you are in your life like it's irrelevant you know if you suffer with those thoughts and you do and I was like yeah but yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we'll leave it there so thanks so much for your second podcast in one evening yeah <laughs> thank you thanks for having me again <laughs> bye